Welcome to the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as Tifa Project for short, a podcast show that features stories and life lessons told by American women of Filipino descent. We're your co-hosts, Jen Amos. And I'm Nani Dominguez. And thank you for joining us. If today's conversation resonates with you, text us and let us know at 415-484-8329. And if you want to show us some love, buy us boba at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jen and Nani. It says coffee, but we love boba. Again, that's www.buymeacoffee.com slash Jen and Nani. Awesome. With that said, thank you all for your love and support. Now let's get into the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as Tifa Project for short. I am your creator and co-host, Jen Amos. And right now, I still have Nani with me, my co-host. So Nani Dominguez, welcome back. Hello, family. Welcome back. Yes. And we're just talking about this offline, but you can be due any day now, right? (laughs) Yeah, any day now. So I am, yeah, baby looks healthy and positioned correctly and ready to come out. He's been super active and I'm ready for him. I mean, as ready as I'll ever be. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I'm just happy to hear that it sounds like things are going well, you know, and the baby is healthy and, you know, you're healthy and you're just enjoying your pregnancy and eating every time we do a recording. I love it. (laughs) I think I was that way even before I got pregnant, but... Yeah, this is definitely even more of an excuse to just indulge. So I I have been. Yeah, there you go. And before you know it, you all are going to have the opportunity to hear our guest co-host who's going to be taking Nani's place. So we haven't revealed who it's going to be yet, but I'm telling you, it's going to be great. And this person's already been on our show. This person has introduced a lot of past guests on our show. And I think when you find out who it is, you won't be so surprised. I don't think that gives too much away, right, Nani? (laughs) No, I think that's the perfect teaser. So you guys will just have to wait until my baby decides to come (laughs) and I am out of commission to figure out who it is. You just have to stay tuned. Yeah. And also I want to mention and give a shout out to the guest we've been interviewing lately, Nani, because we've been doing a lot. And so in the commentary weeks, I may have a special co-host with me, but if you continue to hear Nani on the interviews that we do, it's partly because we did a lot of them, you know, in the summertime. So just want to give a shout out to all the guests who've been very flexible and willing to, you know, show up during this time. And I just also love how a lot of them have been checking in with you, Nani, because like, you know, they've all been listening to the show and they're like, oh, Nani, I hope that you have a successful delivery. You'll be thinking of you. So it's just nice that these guests are not only, you know, showing up to share their story, but they're in touch with the community as well. And it sounds like they're in touch with our show and keeping up with the episodes. Yeah, well, we also have had a pretty long waiting list for interviews for a while now, which we still are making our way down through. And so we've been in contact with a lot of these people over the months Mm -hmm. since we closed interviews for the last season. So it's kind of like just reconnecting with people that we were already in community with in some capacity to actually get together to do long overdue interviews like the one that came out this last week with Francesca, which is someone that we both you know, knew separately from separate spaces before we actually 
got her on the podcast. So yeah, again, I like the new connections that we're making. All the people that we've recently interviewed, all the interviews I've really enjoyed, they've all been so different. And we just continue to really uncover like more and more of our narrative that hasn't been shared before. So yeah, yes, we appreciate all of you who have recently been on to share your story and check in with me and check in with Jen and just contribute to this project. Yeah. And also on that note, even though I have like this whole checklist of things I want to talk about, but I'm going to like go out of order because it's not like anyone knew the order I was going to approach this anyway. But I also want to give a shout out to the guests who've returned on our show to collaborate with us with our exclusive podcast show that you can only get on biasboba.com, which is called Chismas with Jen and Nani. So quick shout out to Justine Ramos, the author of Hala Hala Poetry, as well as Ashley Lanuza, author of My Heart of Rice, who participated in our Panay Poetry Slam last week. And Anani, this was your idea to bring them together. And little did we know that they had so much in common (laughs) and like how it was just such a wonderfully done and smooth performance, in my opinion. Yeah, my favorite thing about Christmas with Jen and Nani, our private podcast platform, is the ability to kind of go back through our old guests and bring people together. And Mm -hmm. like I was telling them in that Poetry Slam, I wasn't even sure when I invited the both of them, if they knew each other or if they had met before. And it turns out that they have shared space before. They've used the same publisher for both their books. So they were very much already aligned and it ended up flowing really naturally. They ended up doing a great job spearheading the agenda for that event and working with you to facilitate it, you know, which is also a good opportunity for us to kind of step back as the facilitators and let our guests do it. And I love that they got to do it together, you know, not just one event per book or per guest, but they got to combine their works of art and share them in a collaborative way in true Tifa spirit. Yes. And I have to give a shout out to Ashley for facilitating partly because like, I didn't know how to hand the baton off to her in a sense to have her do it. (laughs) So like, there was a part of me that was like interjecting quite often. I was like, okay, wait, wait, I need to take that back and just be part of the audience. (laughs) So I just want to thank Ashley for, I guess, allowing me to do that and taking the reins when I finally was like, okay, just go with it. You know, that's one thing I feel like I'm learning to do with Christmas with Jen and Nani and bringing back past guests is to just take it easy. You know, I I think that in a lot of my podcasting work, it's all about taking that initiative and creating the small talk and asking the questions. So to just kind of sit back is like, it's almost out of my comfort zone now, you know? So in that moment for me, I was like, I was even kind of like witnessing myself like, okay, Jen, like, take it easy. Like, you know, this is their show, right? (laughs) Yeah. You get to see a different side of us on that platform Yeah, because of our roles, you know, our roles on that platform are to really step back and give the mic over to put the spotlight on our past guests and check back in with them and let them kind of share more about who they are and what they're up to. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Justine and Ashley for having joined us. And at the time of this recording, the Panay Poetry Slam is still available, the replay on YouTube and Facebook. So feel free to check that out while it's still there. And before you know it, though, it's going to be taken off and only archived and reserved for our members on biasboba.com on the private podcast, Chismas with Jen and Nani. So with that said, I want to get into some reminders here, or just a quick reminder before we get into our other updates. This is still the month 
for you to help us get nominated for the 16th annual People's Choice Podcast Awards. And just as a reminder, the way to nominate our show is you go to podcastawards.com. And on that website, you're going to see a, a big blue button that says nominations voting now open. And make sure that when you start the process that you register and verify with your email address, because that's the only way your nomination can count. And there's a couple things that you can vote vote for us, which is you can select the biggest podcast influencer, whether it's me, Nani, or both. I don't know if you can do both, but I don't think it hurts to try. And then of course, for the two categories that we are asking for you to support us in are Adam Curry's People's Choice Award, and also the category Society and Culture. And if you want to support another podcast show, another one that I do, it's called Holding Down the Fort Podcast, and you can find that under the category Government and Organizations. Um, so that's pretty much it. Make sure you save your nomination. And once again, that website is podcastawards.com. And again, you have till July 31st to vote for us. And to be quite honest, and I mentioned this quite often, you know, whether we win or lose is not really important to me. Actually, last weekend, I had spoke at Podthon, thanks to Lee and Danielle. So Lee is the co-founder of Asian American Podcasters Association, and Danielle is the founder of Women of Color Podcasters. And they put together Podthon to try to coach and encourage more uh, people of color to be on stage and to do some public speaking. And so it was a really wonderful experience being able to participate. One of the presentations that they did, though, was talking about just the podcast awards in general, Nani. Basically, they had a panel of, you know, just some people who are running these awards. They were having this interesting panel discussion on, you know, why they do it, what inspired them to do it, and more importantly, why you should nominate yourself for an award. And I think one of the main things that a lot of us experience, at least in the podcast space, is maybe not feeling worthy enough to apply for these awards, feeling like maybe your content isn't good enough, your audio quality, your production is not good enough. And for me, I just say like, the only way it's not good enough is if I don't apply, you know, like there's no one stopping me from doing it. So that's why I do that. That's why I apply for these awards, whether we win or not. And so Nani, just curious to know if you had any thoughts on that. Yeah, I think that we've talked about the imposter syndrome many, many times on this show and you know, the different ways that it's manifested for a lot of people that have shared their, their stories and especially working in the professional spaces, which is essentially what we're trying to do here or mm -hmm. by <clears throat> participating in these award ceremonies is establish ourselves as professionals. And what we like to preach and promote here is, you know, leaning on the power of community to do that, not necessarily seeking out the conventional, traditional ways of establishing yourself as successful or professional, quote unquote. So mm -hmm. yeah, we really do that with the support of you guys and the love and the help that you guys provide for us to get there. And we just appreciate everyone who has tuned into those events, voted for us, nominated us, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So once again, you can go ahead and nominate us at podcastawards.com and that will be available until July 31st. All right. So another exciting announcement, Nani, is she's not going to like this very much, but uh, <laughs> today is her birthday. And, <laughs> and we need some special effects like blow horns and party <laughs> poppers and uh, whatever other cool birthday effects that <laughs> exist. 
Yes. And so just a quick shout out. And and just so you all know, the reason why I'm kind of like holding back is I don't want you to freak her out because we do a really good job doing that. We do a really good job just kind of over complimenting her and giving her a ton of love, but without like scaring her off or anything, we just want to give a shout out to Stacey and Batarina Salinas, who's been on our show many times. I'm sure at this point, if you've been following our show. We bring her up at least every other episode, but basically she's our resident historian here at the Tifa Project. And she also is the co-founder of the Bulosan Center for Filipino Studies at UC Davis. And so Stacy, we just want to say we love you. Happy birthday. And don't freak out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't get scared. No, she's not. I think she secretly likes it. Okay. (laughs) She, she has to secretly like it or get used to it because we're not going to stop loving on her. We're not going to stop praising her. She is my Shiro. Yes. Um, she's a truly amazing person just from the inside out, like, you know, talking to her, having like regular intimate conversations to row readings that she does for us mm-hmm. to the way that she teaches her students and manages her interns and the work that she does with the Bulosan Center is I just, I don't know how she does it Yeah, on top of working for her, studying for her. What is the degree she's studying for? Studying for a PhD. PhD, something yeah. really fancy and complicated that <laughs> I would just never have the guts to go for. So kudos to Stacy for everything she does and everything that she has done for the Tifa project specifically. She's been, you know, connected with Jen since before I knew Jen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just really love the way that that relationship has blossomed and maintained and I'm honored to be a part of it. We're honored to know you, Stacey. You're amazing. Yeah. So we love you. You know that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for not fast forwarding this recording right now. (laughs) (laughs) Assuming you didn't. (laughs) Assuming you didn't fast forward this. And I bet her students are like, they're like, oh, Stacey, like they're talking about you again, you know? Yes. Because if you don't- Just in case, if you know Stacey, please- (laughs) If you're ever in space with her, you know, while you're listening to this or at the time that around the time that you're listening to this, please send it to her and make sure that she heard it just in case. (laughs) I love it. No, but we love you, Stacey. And, you know, part of why I also brought up her birthday is because we did a commentary with her, the Tresse commentary. And I know Nani, for you, this is something you have been wanting to do for some time now, especially since Tresse came out on Netflix. And so it was just a crazy coincidence to know that we're releasing this exclusively on our private podcast, Chismas with Jen and Nani, which you can get access to at biasboba.com. And we also brought on our resident spooky expert, Nadi. We brought on Sapphire Sandalo, who's been on our show a number of times as well. We brought these two powerhouses to talk about the commentary. And so any reflections since then? Yeah, I wanted to talk to both of them. I think, as I've mentioned before, Stacy is someone who's always talking about her childhood experiences and stories from mm-hmm. when she visits her ancestral home in the Philippines, you know, about folklore and mythology and that kind of stuff from a a personal standpoint. And so I knew that she would have, especially with her history background, with her history background and educational background, I thought that she would be able to provide some really great context. And then Sapphire, obviously, because this is her world, Mm -hmm. horror and crime and animation and film and media, basically, and the spooky aspect of the Filipino mythology. So it was a really fun conversation to have. I knew it was going to be, again, we introduced two of our, you know, favorite 
guests mm-hmm. from the past, from the Tifa project to have this conversation on TJN, Christmas with Jen and Nani. And I just love all the points that we covered, because I think that, like I said, in that episode, a lot of us saw that series on Netflix and wanted to be excited about it. And we're kind of looking around to everyone else in the community, like, oh, how do you feel? You know, like, just curious. I think that we feed off of each other in that way. So that's also was kind of my sentiment in like getting their thoughts, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, what I really liked about our conversation is that we all had our own different perspectives on it. And it wasn't just us fangirling, right? It wasn't just like celebrating the fact that we're getting this Filipino representation in media. It was really critical, especially, you know, thinking about Sapphire's perspective. And um, like you mentioned, her involvement in entertainment and in the work, you know, all of the amazing things that she's doing to kind of get that critical perspective on it. Because for someone like me, who doesn't know much about Filipino mythology and folklore and, you know, not knowing as much history as Stacey does, it's like, I can just consume that first time around and be like, wow, that was really awesome. You know, like, it's just so amazing. But one thing I also found was interesting and you all have to definitely listen to this on Chismas and Jenanani. Is I was listening to the replay of it, and a good portion of our conversation was about the accents, <laughs> you know, just kind of <laughs> acclimated. And so I think that if anyone kind of had, I don't know, uh, felt like you had to kind of adjust to hearing the accents, you know, like a Filipino accents on an animated series, because that doesn't happen all the time. We talk about that. We unpack that in our conversation. But without giving too much away, Nani, any thoughts about that? Yeah, no, hopefully we'll have the teasers up for you guys soon on Instagram and our social media pages where you can check out little clips from our conversation. But I think that that was a great point. You know, it's not just us fangirling, although I still stand by, I really loved it. And (laughs) I thought it was great. That is a good point to, you know, talk about in terms of critiquing the show and being mindful of its audience, because most of the audience, at least the American audience or Filipino American audience is not that connected with the Filipino folklore and mythology that the show references. And so if you don't have that context, if you don't have that background, how do you interpret the show and what is your understanding of each episode versus what the comic or the series animation series was actually trying to get across? And also how do you do that? from a production standpoint in a seven episode series of 20 to 25 minute episodes each. So I think that we critique it from all these different angles, from the audience to the production standpoints and it's a very thorough conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dennis was fortunate to edit it down to, I think an hour and a half, <laughs> but we, oh, God. we, went, yeah, it's we went on for a while. Yeah. We went on for a while. So also and there's I, spoiler alert. So if you guys yes. have not watched it already and you don't want to be, you know, if you don't want to hear the spoilers then watch it first and then listen <laughs> to our commentary. Yeah. On that note, I want to give a public apology to Dennis because you didn't watch it yet, right? And uh, Dennis, I don't think we had this conversation yet, but I'm sorry if you didn't. Wa- I know. Like, I'm so sorry, it. Dennis. I meant to <laughs> to ping you on Facebook and warn you before <laughs> we sent it to you that we were doing this and yeah. I completely forgot. So that was my bad. 
because you did tell me that you hadn't watched it yet. So I'm so, so sorry. And yes. I hope that you can still enjoy the show when yes. you do watch it. So please don't edit this out. We just want to publicly <laughs> apologize because it's just it's yes. just too easy to send all the raw files to him to clean up. But then I forgot, just like with you, he private messaged me as well, like the trailer to Tresse. And we just kind of dove into it. So yeah. major spoiler alerts, giving y'all a heads up now. Like, please don't listen to it if you don't want to be spoiled. And Dennis, thank you for editing it anyway. Way. I'm glad you didn't just like stop midway and you're like, you know what? I can't listen to this because it's spoiling things for me. You're going to have to edit on your own, Jen. I'm so glad you didn't do that, Dennis. Thank you. Yeah. And I hope that even with the spoiler alerts, it didn't give too much away. Like if you do happen to listen to our commentary first and then watch it, it shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't have given away that much. That's true. We didn't mention, we didn't talk about every episode. We didn't talk we didn't, about, yeah, we didn't talk super specifics, but yeah. we did, you know, touch on a lot. Yeah, we did, but not everything. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I appreciate you mentioning that. So anyways, heads up y'all. Okay, so don't say that we didn't warn you. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, once again, that commentary will only be available. It's another original content that we have for Chismas with Jen and Nani that you only can have access to by uh, becoming a member on biasboba.com. So go ahead and check that out, biasboba.com. And you're in for a treat amongst other original recordings that we're doing, you know, for Chismas with Jen and Nani. One of the main things that, Nani and I are doing on our spare time is kind of unpacking my life out here in the East Coast. You know, I've talked about it extensively with my therapists, like S, there's plural, I've had two, three actually that I've worked through during the pandemic. And kind of the main reason why I've decided to take a step back from sharing my personal life on social media. Like, if anyone does follow me, it's mainly about mainly for professional stuff, speaking engagements, but you know, like the one I have in Nashville, my first in-person conference, not in like forever. Um, but, but yeah, shout out to everyone that's attending the podcast movement. The first week of August, I believe that's August. Actually, I'm not gonna say the dates, but first week of August, you can actually check that out on my website, thejenamos.com forward slash events to get all the details. Yeah. So, you know, I have been using social media more so for promotional reasons. And I think because now that I have this space with you, Nani, you know, to be unfiltered through Christmas with Jen and Nani, I just kind of feel like saving my personal life there, (laughs) you know? So that's what we've been doing um, on our spare time. So that is also some original content that we have through Christmas with Jen and Nani, amongst many other things, obviously the archives of the past live workshops we've done since we've hit 100 episodes. So once again, you can go ahead and take a peek and see what we got going on at biasbubble.com and get access to Chismas with Jen and Nani if you choose to become a member. All right. So with that being said, we have an exciting live event tomorrow with another past guest who was with us all the way back from the very beginning, episode 15, Clarice Aguilera. And she is going to be cooking, or we are going to be cooking Chomperado with her. And Clarice I, and Isabel, her daughter, Isabel. Yes, that is correct. Thank you for correcting me. So Clarice and Isabel, so Clarice's daughter, um, are going to be- forget her. She's the boss here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, Isabel is the boss. And uh, if you've heard us in our last commentary, one thing that I was sharing is how much I appreciate Clarice for, you know, having Isabel be a part of like the decision-making process to have wanting to do this, you know? So- 
I remember we were sharing ideas with Clarice and we're like, Hey, and then Clarice was like, Oh, well, let me run that by Isabel. And then when she responds, she's like, okay, so we agree that, you know, we want to do this. And, you know, she's just a joy to watch and follow her journey, especially on Instagram and the Tagalog project. Nani, any thoughts? Are you excited to buy the ingredients and get this going? <laughs> yes, I'm excited. I just realized that we haven't done the best job of promoting these events ahead of time so that you guys can actually join us. And this is one that, you know, I'm going to work on that this week so that you guys know it's coming mm -hmm. and so that you can hopefully join us live if you're not busy yeah. tomorrow at 10 a.m. PST, 1 p.m. EST. If you're not doing anything, definitely join us and we will be sending out a notification earlier this week before this episode is released so that hopefully you guys can have time to run and get the ingredients and all the cooking equipment and supplies that you'll need. We're going to be making champarado, which is like a super, super simple recipe. We asked them, them as in Clarice and Isabel specifically to keep it easy and light for us because yeah. Jen and I are not um, <laughs> experts in the kitchen. So we wanted to make it simple and easy for everyone to also join in with us. So yes, we will all be zooming in from our kitchens and having a just family style discussion on food and our relationship to food and how it has shaped our relationships with our families as Filipinos yep. while we make some champarado. Yep. And so once again, that is going to be on our Facebook and YouTube channel. Be sure to get those links when you visit our website, tifaproject.com. That's T-F-A-W as in the Filipino American woman project.com. If you go to the website and look at the top right, you'll see all of our social links. So I would say, go ahead and make sure you're following us on Facebook as well as YouTube. And the event is already posted on there. You could actually get a reminder. You could just turn on that button on Facebook. You could say, get reminder and same thing on YouTube. And you'll get a notification when we are live. And so we'd love to have you there. Once again, that is tomorrow, Saturday, July 24th, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going to try to figure out how to like get all my cameras set up. I think that's going to be like the thing I'm most concerned of more so than cooking. I'm yeah. just trying to figure out, okay, how do I get the camera going? And, you know, I'm going to do this, but I'm just really excited to be able to do this with all of you. And, you know, just like what Nani said, just have this open dialogue about our relationship with food and our relationship with the family with food. All right. I think that's it. So once again, like mentioned, that's tomorrow. We hope that you will join us live. Of course, if you cannot, the replay will be available for a short amount of time, but we would love to have you there live and join us. And other than that, I think that's all we have to share. I just want to take a moment to thank you all for, you know, continuing to be part of our journey and supporting us. I actually want to give a shout out to Rachel. We've mentioned her before, a mobile home girl. She's actually a member of the Asian American Podcasters Association, and we have just been communicating a lot. She had actually sent us a very thorough email, and I'm not going to get into all the details, but we've just been talking a lot. And one thing that she had shared with us is that, you know, she's a Filipino American woman and in our communication. It's just really interesting to, you know, just hear her open up about her life. And even during Podthon that I spoke at last weekend, we were just chatting like the entire time. So Rachel, I just want to give a shout out to you. And I know that you listen to our shows, which is a good palate cleanser from all your business podcast shows that you listen to. And yeah, I just want to thank you so much for your support. And of course, to everyone at Asian American podcasters, who've just been, you know, so active in our community and creating that representation for us and carving space for us in the podcasting space. Yeah. Nani, any thoughts? Yeah, I think when Rachel reached out to us in that email, she had mentioned that Lee was the one that really pushed her to check out our podcast and listen to it. And now she's, you know, 
been going back through the older episodes to to hear more. So thank you to also Lee specifically for yeah. for making that connection. And I think Rachel's someone that we will stay in touch with for a long time. So hopefully you guys will get to meet her on the show one day. Yeah, one day. So there's a hint for you, Rachel. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our conversation for today. Any closing thoughts before we go, Nani? No, I think I'm good. And I'm looking forward to cooking with you all tomorrow at 10 a.m. or 1 p.m. Bright and and early. (laughs) Bright and early to make some champarado. And yeah, I'm excited. Cool, cool. All right. With that said, we love you all. Thank you all so much for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow cooking Champarado with Clarice and Isabel from the Tagalog Project at 10 a.m. Pacific time and 1 p.m. Eastern time. We love you all and we'll chat with you soon. Take care. Bye.